What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Rails. Uh, Off the Rails is a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Mark, and with me always is Dave. Hello. Dave, how the hell are you, man? I'm well. I'm well, my man. I'm uh, I'm same as last uh, weekend. I don't know if we did. We didn't do Sunday last week, but. Uh... A little tired here, end of the week, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but feeling good. Feeling good as far as uh, my mental health and uh, recovery and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, can't really complain. You? Uh, doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, been a great week. Um, work's been good. Getting to meetings. Consistency in the gym. And... Uh, had a good weekend. It was a little damn in the dumps yesterday, but uh, yeah. turned that around today. Got to the splash pad with Mila. And uh, as I was mentioning to you before, I got back on the Facebook train. Your boy yeah. got Facebook. So uh, you, I guess you could. we could be friends on that, guys, if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I uh, deleted that. I didn't even delete my old Facebook, Dave. Threw my phone off a cliff and that was it. Uh, changed my number when I went to treatment for the first time. Yeah. And then I couldn't get into my old social media accounts. Couldn't get into my uh, email that they're like uh, attached to because it changed my number. So, yeah. Just out there. Just had to do it all again. That's okay. Start start fresh. Yeah. Um. So I'm a bit nervous about it. I used to be really paranoid about social media and stuff. Yeah. Um, now I think it's like a useful tool to uh, promote recovery and share our stories on. Yeah. Now you had mentioned before that, and I was like, it's funny because I was thinking about taking a break from it and kind of getting rid of mine, but. Um, you know, you're right. They are super useful, like all the social media, I think, for a lot of things. And then I think other ways we can kind of find ourselves, you know, them being not so useful and how other ways we can use them that can be negative, right? But yeah, there's a lot of good for it. Like you you were saying, you kind of mainly did it kind of for work too, right? Which is a yeah. lot of times I think people kind of get not handcuffed into that, but there is a lot of good ways of communicating or, or sharing things with people that um, you work with or like in our case too for their podcast and, and that kind of thing right so yeah yeah we have like a, a group chat on messenger for work they were telling me about that i should uh, i should be a part of yeah oh so, um i guess i had to get facebook yeah that's good you know what so cool isn't it if you're uh, if it's making you feel negative, then just get rid of it. Exactly. I'll give it a month trial. Yeah. Now I have a question for you on your workouts. Yes, sir. Have you been going like so? You've been consistent like every morning. Or are you like kind of yeah? Eh? Wow, good for you. Yeah, but uh, I tell you what, Dave, I've uh, I've noticed my strength has gone down. Yeah, I was gonna ask. That was my second my second question. Are you like kind of? not changing your workouts, but like, okay with the fact that you're maybe your weight's gone down as far as what you're pushing. And you're just kind of like, 
you understand why, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, you're, you're yep. busier now with work and whatnot. So. Yeah. I'm busy burning more calories and, uh, not going to be as strong, but, uh, I do, I do struggle with that a bit, but it's also worth it. Like, I don't want to be hurt and go to work and like, you know, yeah. limping around type thing. Um, but overall, still getting there. Still trying to be healthy. Yeah. That's still good. buying basketball cards. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I would have forgotten about that from last week. Yeah. yeah any, lady, any good finds? Oh, dude, yeah. I got a couple of John Morant rookie cards. Oh. I don't, but depending on what that guy does, they could be worth a lot of money. Exactly. If he stays away from flashing the gun, it yeah. could be worth a lot. Yeah. So got a couple of those. Um been looking at getting a display case for the house for my basketball cards. I'm all how in. Does, how does Rebecca feel about that? She I I don't know. I don't think she's proud of it. But I, I wonder what the display case. I think she's probably thinking maybe put that in the side closet or something. Oh yeah, that gotta go in like my uh my room. Yeah, your downstairs room there? Yeah, my downstairs room. Yeah. I only got two little rooms in the house. I got my uh, little space right here, and then right next to it, I got my room where I do my rug making, painting, and yeah. now collecting. Yeah, so, I uh, love it. Yeah. I'm sure the door will be closed when we have company. <laughs> so, other than that, Dave, my, uh, my dad's coming to visit this week. I'm super pumped. Oh, yeah, he's coming by. Nice. nice. Coming on Saturday, so I got to go pick him up. Very excited to see him. Yeah. How long, how long is he staying for? Eight days. Okay, so you get the weekend. Are you taking any time off work during the week? or? No, I'm just going to try to get off. Like, Well, I, I said no, but I'm going to be trying to cut the day as short as possible every single day. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I'll be leaving at four, hopefully, every day. Yeah. That's good, man. That's exciting. Be good. Yeah. So what else is new with you? Have you been hitting the gym? Yeah, I've been uh, the the last three or four days. I've been kind of back at it consistently, like each of those days. Yep. Over the span of the last couple of weeks, I've been off a little bit, like with, you know, when I was sick there a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, the following week, I kind of missed a couple of days. So, um, yeah, I was just thinking that's what kind of why I asked you about the kind of like the weight and stuff like that. Cause I find, you know, I was having progress with like in increasing some of my weight, my weights. And now I'm just like back down a bit. And yep. so I'm just kind of, you know what, I'm just going to try to really get the workouts in and see how I'm feeling that day and just kind of adjust from there. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about changing them up a little bit too, but every time, I find every time I start to do that, think about changing them up is when I kind of like get myself screwed up when I go in, when I go in there and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And then I don't. And it kind of just messes with my routine. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but. No, it does. It really does. Yeah. So I got, I started writing out a little bit of a plan, like day one, two, three, four, and do kind of like all body parts each day, but different, different kind of workouts. Like, so we'll we'll see, but for now I'm just going to continue what I've been doing, and uh, yeah, it's been good. Other than that, 
I got a wedding coming up at the end of the week, going to Toronto. Awesome. So I'll leave on Thursday. Uh, be swinging into Barry for a night. Hopefully, we'll see my aunt and Aurelia Friday during the day. Stay at my sister's Friday night in Toronto. Wedding Saturday, back, right back Sunday. So, uh, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I really am. It's a buddy of mine. He's young. Uh, he coached with me. He's a younger guy. Uh, he's like 26. He started coaching with me when he was like 18. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to say I've been a mentor to him because he's in a lot of ways more mature than I am. But like, uh, he's uh, he's just a good dude, and and it's a very small wedding he's having. It's just basically family, okay. uh, and he and he's invited me. So I'm kind of feel pretty honored about that. Um, so yeah, I kind of I spent a lot of time with him and uh a couple of hard times I was when I went through, he was he was actually there for me too and vice versa. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. It'll be good. So awesome, yeah. Um I had a question for you before we get into our, our good topic today. Yeah, yeah. So um I went in for supper last night and we got some uh, mussels. Okay. So from the East Coast, as you know, love my yeah. seafood. So get the mussels and they're like, how would you like them done? Would you like them in white wine or beer? So then me and Rebecca like look at each other because Rebecca already knows what I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't want them in either. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, is that considered cheating on your sobriety? If you have food cooked in wine or beer, yeah, that's a good question. I, and uh, it's a question that's come up to me actually. Someone at work asked me that one of the cooks because um, they had a they're making a special for I think it was for Mother's Day or something, and the same thing with the chicken was cooked in wine sauce or whatever. And she's like, "Would you have that?" Or and I'm like, "No, I, I personally I do try the same as like you're saying. I try to stay away from it." Uh, like my brother last summer made beer canned chicken and. Um, we had sausages and stuff too. So I just quietly like didn't have the beer can chicken. I just had sausage, but curious to know about that. Like, does it get, when it's cooked, like does, does, does alcohol get burnt out of it? Like, I don't know how that works or yeah. like, so, I don't know either. So me and Rebecca were having a conversation and that's what she said. She's like, it probably gets cooked off or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but where this, where do you draw the line? And if I, yeah. if I, I feel like if I start pushing the line a little bit, yeah, then, eh. yeah. Was there another option or no? Like could... there was. So we talked to him. We're like, do you think we could just have them done in like uh, garlic butter type thing, right? Or butter and butter, like salt water. And you know, they, uh, I think we, I didn't like explain to him that I was in recovery, but yeah. uh, I was just like, I just don't want them cooked in alcohol type thing. And they uh, they respected the request, came out, asked how they were, and they were delicious. So yeah. I don't know. Felt yeah. felt a bit pressured at that moment, but I'm glad I spoke up, said something. Yeah, no, it sounds like you handled it well, and it's, it's the way I think. Um, not you sh should, but I think I'm in the same boat as you as far as like what you said, like not wanting to push the envelope and also like almost like a mental thing where it's like, it may not do anything, but like if there's a chance it makes me want to like 
drink. makes me yeah drink or crave crave a beer or crave alcohol or whatever even a little bit like i don't really want to do that right so oh, it's not worth it yeah yeah so. so i feel and as soon as i did i was like i can't wait to talk to dave about this <laughs> yeah that that's a good question though as far as like maybe if it is burnt off someone could tell us or whatever and it's it's like zero percent maybe i'll feel better about if having that but i don't know until then i'll just pass it up yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dave, you came up with a excellent topic to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. Well, it kind of it kind of got brought up. Uh, my thought process on it was because going down to this wedding, it's on Saturday, but on the Friday night, uh, my buddy asked me about going for dinner with his brother and uh, how they're going to a restaurant and uh, the atmosphere or whatever. And he's just very, he's kind of like, you know, would you be comfortable? in this scenario. And so in my head, I was kind of thinking about it like, yeah, I would be, but that day, I don't know how I'm going to feel. So it kind of reminded me of the exercise we did at Newgate where you, you, you have a questionnaire of a hundred questions and you kind of rate yourself on uh, a zero, one, two, three. So never, rarely, never would be zero, rarely would be one, frequently would be two, almost always would be three. And then it, those answers kind of, give you a chart on kind of scenarios that are you're more likely to that based high, on yeah that are high risk situations for you to use type thing right yeah, yeah exactly yeah so i just thought it would be kind of cool to kind of you know i don't know how you want to talk about it but we could talk about our own um and uh i think it's good to kind of like maybe even have a look at it yep. if you've never done something like this before i don't know we can maybe find it if you want to give yourself a survey and, and read it because I think it's I think it's probably a good thing to have or to at least know of in the back of your head for when you're in recovery so you know like you know well my highest one was you know my high risk is unpleasant emotions which sometimes you can't really avoid those but you know let, let's say another one is uh uh pleasant times with others. So I know I gotta know like if I'm having a good time with some friends that I don't uh um put myself in a spot where yeah. I'm gonna feel like I don't want to have a drink or whatever. But so yeah, like um so the the drinking one, right? The alcohol one is called the DSM one thousand. Is that right? And then IDS one hundred? IDS one hundred. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not DSM one thousand. I'm pretty sure that's the yeah. Okay. Yes, well, that sounds cool though. It sounds like a a band. What is, so what is it called? IDS one hundred. I IDS. Yeah. And then yeah, the, the drug Delta. take one is just called a drug taking questionnaire. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you had to do two, right? Yeah, I had to do two. So yeah. Um. And it's cool because they really break down the high risk situations, and. They include unpleasant emotions, physical discomfort, pleasant emotions, testing personal control, urges, temptations to drink, conflict with others, social pressure to drink or use, and pleasant time with others. And as you were saying, Dave, it's cool to find out your results because then you're able to plan and how you're going to like take on, say, social pressure to drink, right? Or yeah. Uh, if unpleasant emotions one, like how do you start to deal with your unpleasant emotions in a healthy way? 
Right. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. Dave, when you did it, what were your like high risk situations? Uh, so my highest one was unpleasant emotions. And my second was, was pleasant times with others. Um, testing personal control would be third, you know, but it's funny. Cause like, I, I, I don't know, like I, this was early, early on when I did this one. Um, you know, I almost wish we would have done it twice. Like one, like later on where you've had time to more reflect. Cause I find when you first go in, it's like, you're kind of in a, in a daze I found anyway, where you're kind of not sure what's going on. Like, I don't know. I just, a lot of like trying to, a lot of it's trying to discover yourself. Right. So early on, you're at least for me, you're just kind of like in this fog. And then as you start to participate in some groups and think, I think you get to get a little more comfortable with what you've been like in the past and be more open to share that and open up a little bit. So, um, like, I don't think I was dishonest on any of them, but like, there's maybe a couple that I would either score, score myself maybe higher. Like one I was reading is like, um, you know, when you have, when you have a drink with, uh, when, I'm, when I, when I was out with friends and they stopped by the bar for a drink, I put, I put two, but then another one was, uh, where the heck is it? Some of them, when someone orders a drink at dinner or something like that, I'm like, and I put like a zero, but like, that's, I think I put a zero because like, I'm already drinking with, with them. Yeah. So like a couple were kind of like a little mixed up, but yeah, that was my highest one. So, and then I realized there's a couple here that I scored zero where it's like, I think there would be more like when I feel physical pain, you know, like I was zero. Cause but I think someone that maybe was abusing it too because they're physically hurt or certain other drugs, right? Mar maybe marijuana in this one. Was yours Was yours just a, a drug? The second one, you did just a drug one in general or what was it? No, I did two different ones. So I did the same drinking one. Yeah. And then I did the drug taking questionnaire as well. And okay. uh, the, the, like they're both broken down into the same categories. Right. right? So the eight different like uh high-risk situations but my results were different for drinking than drug taking and like you said um like you said you wish you had to wait it a bit like to do it type thing yeah and like i've i've got to do this twice right right so I, the first time i went to newgate i did it and i remember talking to my counselor about it and being like like there's nothing that i don't do drugs for Right. right. Like, these are all high risk situations for me. I do like I was using all day, every day when I was awake. Right. Right. Nothing was like push me in one direction more than the other. Yeah. But, so it wasn't events. It wasn't events that were happening. It was just you were just doing like. Yeah. I was just like, I couldn't function without it type thing. Yeah. I couldn't really function with it. But as like this, like sobriety increased, I started like seeing that the results would be different, right? And then, you know, when we went to Newgate again, I had different results again. And like the pleasant time with others at that point was was like my highest risk type thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's Not funny too. Like I'm sure like this one question would maybe be different for like what when I felt drowsy and wanted to stay alert, like 
that would maybe be different if you were drinking versus like doing drugs, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was hundred percent. That was I would have checked off like a hundred percent for that. Yeah, but for drinking, you would be like, no, I don't yeah, really my, drink. It's drowsy, like, yeah. And the thing is, Dave, when I did the drinking questionnaire and the drug questionnaire, my results were like almost completely different. Like, pleasant times with others for drinking is like something that, like. I used to enjoy doing right. Like I used to enjoy going out and have drinks with people or having drinks at dinner. And, but like using, it'd be like unpleasant emotions. And that would have been a high risk situation for me. And like, how do I kind of, so it's like, I had to properly manage my like mental health really is like a high risk situation for me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And I just find it really cool to see how they kind of change over time. Yeah. You, so I'm fired up about this, but when you look back at yours now, do you think that like those same high risk situations apply to you today? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously we can't score the same because all of them should be zero because we don't drink, but like, Right. But as far as like, yeah, I mean, like unpleasant emotions would be my highest. I think like, yeah, one, one of the reasons why I've, I've done well so far, I think is I've, I've I kind of had a little bit of a breakthrough when I was away on how to deal with some of my um, unpleasant emotions. And uh, that was super helpful for me. So that was, that was able to kind of probably, that was probably one. That was my highest one. That was a big obstacle I had for me, especially like the last few years with, you know, unpleasant emotions. My brother passing away was like a huge one for me. I don't think I ever really um, handled that properly, and I always just kind of felt that and drank, and then it just spiraled, and I just got more depressed and like, um, you know, so like, yeah, I definitely think that that would probably be, and then pleasant time with other. Those are probably like two of the ones that probably are knowing myself like probably high risk um but like i haven't felt like drinking or anything in those when i've had those times you know what i mean that makes any sense i yeah, don't know absolutely not. but yeah 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 and then i also wonder too like um you know, if you're not able to keep these in control and one of these goes off the charts, like say you score really high, like, is that an ind indicator that you might end up going to, if you don't get your problems resolved, might lead you to a path to start looking for something else that's going to help you numb that emotion even more, right? Like mm -hmm. drinking's not working. Like let's just use me for example, let's just say unpleasant emotions, drinking wasn't doing it anymore. And that goes off the chart to, I scored a hundred there. Now am I looking to do, you know, other kind of drugs to try to find that, to mask that pain now. And then, you know, if you, you start doing that and then that goes to a hundred, then you start getting further and further down a hole of, you know, more and more different kind of drugs. And, you know, I don't know. It's the ramble there. No, that's good. You follow me on what I'm saying there? Or? Yep. Yeah. Oh. What about you? Same question. When you look at that. Which ones are like stand out to me now? 
Yeah, like, would you still say they're the same? Like, not saying that you're necessarily wanting to use it, you have an unpleasant emotion, but, like, knowing yourself, like, are those, like, the times you probably feel challenged the most, I guess? Yeah. um, I mean, social pressure to drink is not one for me anymore, right? Yeah. Just, like, no one pressures me to drink, like, at all. So, yeah. That's not one, but pleasant times with others is, is definitely still one where like for alcohol with me anyway, where like, I'm like, you know what? It would be nice right now, but yeah, then like, that's where a couple of tools come in handy for me. It's just, and playing the tape through never fails for me for that one. And it just takes a split second. And I'm like, well, that's why I can't type thing. Yeah. And yeah, I find that's, that one's really helpful for that. Yeah. For that particular one, and for sure. And then on like the drug side, um, you know, the unpleasant emotions one is probably high for that, where it's just re- very important for me to like, I guess, yeah, work on my emotions, um, talk about how I'm feeling, do a check in with myself every morning, journal, um, and you know, focus on my you know, control my depression type thing or manage it. And I know that if I, like it goes unmanaged, then that could be like a huge warning sign for me. So I, I don't know if they've changed, like, but I know that I can manage those high risk situations better than I used to. And I, like, I think as the time and sobriety has gone on, we are able to get better at managing them. But if we stop mm-hmm. managing them, we could see it coming, becoming a problem type thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Just a cool, uh, cool little exercise. It is cool, man. You know what one of my almost always was? Yep. When I passed by a liquor store. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know I talked about before, like that was, that was tough, man. Going Going by an LCBO. And now, they, now, so for anyone listening that might be struggling, like that has that same issue, like I remember even talking about that with pe- people or whatever it was like going by the LCBO or going by a bar. Like, does that, does that urge or temptation ever go away when you like see the sign all the time and you want to just pull in? And, you know, now I, when I go by, I don't even, like, I don't even notice it. Right. It's just like any other store. Um, so it does kind of, at least for me, has gotten, gotten better right so was there a tool in the beginning that you would use like when you would see it uh no i didn't i don't think i really did uh just just toughed it out just like fuck up like yeah 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 like i think i might have yeah like i might have played the tape through as well because like it was similar where i think i would have a thought about like you know stopping or whatever and then just remember, remembering same kind of thing, like, yeah, it'd be nice to to have one or two right now, but you know, it doesn't really work that way. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of, that was kind of it. Kind of toughed it out a little bit. I also had big urges for um, the regular spot. I would stop for chewing tobacco too. And that was a big one. Cause I always pulled into kind of the same one. Um, I, generally had a good spot where I would get gas 
and um, get chew. And then I would like dump out a couple of the bottles that were in the back of my, my truck. I uh, dumped them in the garbage there. And uh, so it was like that, that particular gas station was, was a, was a big one for me too. But I think just with time, it just kind of went away, you know? So what other, uh, what other questions are on that bad boy? Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. You don't have the questionnaire one, right? Um, I'll go to the, when I felt empty inside. Yep. That was a big, that was a, that was a, that was a three. That was almost always yep. boredom. Oh yeah. That's a bad one. eh? Yeah. I mean, what else is there to do? Yeah. Turns out there's a lot to, there's a lot to do. Out with friends, want to increase out on the town and want to increase the enjoyment. Yeah, that's almost always for you, boy. Yeah, but for out on the town for me it was like you're drinking as much as possible like that night. Like, what's the point? That's yeah. how my brain works. Like, what's the point of going out on town if I'm not getting shit faced? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of zeros would like a zero for me was when I felt jumpy or physically tense. The drowsy one when I was in physical pain. The jumpy or physically tense one, I think I would have been like a almost always for me, kind of like the take the edge off type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, fuck this. And I'm like feeling uncomfortable, super anxious. Let's have a drink. Yeah. Would it be the same for the drug, the drug too? Or would that make, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it would make it worse, right? Like, I would think it would help, but it would not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, my brain on drugs is just like, the reasoning is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a bunch of good ones. Yeah. So, guys, if you're listening and you want to, you want to identify which situations put you at a higher risk of using or relapsing, um, both of those questionnaires are fantastic. IDS 100 and the drug taking questionnaire. Um, they're amazing. And then you can start planning on how to combat those high risk situations. Dave, excellent topic choice today, dude. Nice work, man. You, yeah. you crushed it. You crushed explaining that all. That's not as, good. Not as good as you. No, no, no. You know, better, much better. So guys, if you or someone you know is struggling Please reach out and ask for help. Thank you very much for listening.